Hey everyone, it's Karina, your unofficial self-proclaimed big sister, and welcome to the Been There Felt That podcast, a podcast where we talk about the topics that you just can't bring up with anybody. As a reminder, I'm not a mental health specialist, so you have to take everything I say with a grain of salt. Everything I speak on are things I've experienced, but you can always head over to our Instagram page at Been There Felt That Pod for resources and trigger warnings, including the ones for today's episode. So today, there's a lot more truth in my advice as a big sister because the first guest that we have here is my actual sister, Corinne. Um, Welcome to the podcast. Before we jump into today's topic, however, do you want to share a little bit about yourself? Yes. Hello, I'm Corinne. I'm 21. Currently, I'm in school, go to the University of Wisconsin Parkside for biology with a concentration in veterinary science. Perfect. And that's really all I do. Yes. Love that. So what do you want to do with your degree? Um, I want to work with exotic animals. So hopefully be like a travel vet and go to like different zoos around the U.S. or even out of the U.S. And, you know, help there. Uh, you said exotic animals, but I'm hearing birds. That's all I hear. No. That's all I'm picturing. We already know how we feel about birds. <laughs> so, Okay. Perfect. So my plan for guests is to do a little mental health check-in just so we can see where your head's at right before we jump into it. Um, So like, how are you feeling today or in general, just with like how life is going in your 20s? Today, I feel pretty good. Like, like in general, I feel like I'm pretty at peace with everything Mm -hmm. in my life. Like, I feel like I'm on the right track for like my personal goals. So like mentally, I'm okay. It is winter, and I don't thrive in winter. I like to be outside in the sun, so on that side, probably not as good, but yeah. it's getting there. We're okay. almost there. Felt, yeah. Spring, spring is around the corner. Yes. 55 days, I think, until the sun sets after 7 p.m. Daylight savings? That time? Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> all right, so let's get started. Um, Today we are actually talking about gaslighting. So gaslighting is loosely defined by Google here as making someone question their own reality. Uh, The term may also be used to describe a person who presents a false narrative to another group or person, which leads them to doubt their perceptions and become misled, disoriented, or distressed. Whew. So yeah, that's that's my gaslighting. I know it's heavy. We literally jumped right into the heaviness mm-hmm. of everything. Um, so I felt like to ease us into the subject, I figured I could share a story that I heard on one of my favorite podcasts, Two Hot Takes. Um, it will also really help you, like as the audience, to identify what gaslighting might look like, and then we can just expand on our thoughts from there and whatever you feel comfortable sharing with your own experience in terms mm-hmm. of gaslighting. Then you can share that. All right. All right. All right. So this story, like I said, is from Two Hot Takes and she got it from Reddit. So after I read the story, I can go and like add whatever update they said um, just to see if it aligns with anything that we were saying. So thanks to everyone who reads this. I'll try to keep it short. My boyfriend of five months just moved in with me three weeks ago. He had some problems with his apartment, damp walls, and it has to be renovated. 
As my roommate's currently spending some time abroad, I told him it would be okay if he stayed at my place for four to six weeks. He'll probably be able to move to his own apartment, back to his own apartment by then. So now we've been living together for three weeks and things started out great. Jealousy had been a bit of a problem between us because we often go out separately, probably once a week, but coming home to the same apartment helped him get over his unjustified jealousy. But there has been one new problem. Now, this may seem petty at first, but I'm really at my wit's end with this one. Ever since he moved in with me, things started disappearing and then reappearing one day later in the same place they were missing from. And it's not like losing keys and then finding them again somewhere. I specifically look for something in a certain place where it isn't, but it's there the next day. For example, I like to take a chocolate bar with me to work in the morning. And for that, I normally have a pack of chocolate bars at home. Shortly after he moved in with me, I woke up to find all the chocolate was gone. I asked him about it and he said he didn't know anything about it. I come home just to find the chocolate bars are in the cupboard again. I ask him, he says he doesn't know anything about it. Maybe you just didn't see them in the morning. We're talking about a large pack with about 12 chocolate bars. How could I not see that? At first, I thought it was maybe some strange kind of humor, but he seems angry when I bring it up and it's starting to really piss me off because sometimes it's been items belonging to one of my friends that I wanted to give back to them and then couldn't, or it was certain documents I needed for a certain day. Now, I have absolutely no idea what this is about. I'm not crazy, I just don't understand at all. He gets really angry when I talk about it, saying I'm making this up just to cause drama. Why should I? I have no idea what's going on. Any ideas? All right, all right, so yeah. So basically, I feel like we are gonna go in to try to figure out, like identify what the gaslighting in that story is. But first, I just need to know like off the rip, what are your general opinions of this story? Weird, like weird, familiar, I guess. Like not, like obviously anybody who gaslights is weird, in my opinion. (laughs) Like it just was so weird. I'm like about the simplest things. Like you you wouldn't think people would do this over the simplest things but they do like he's taking her chocolate yes like, i'm like what what's the purpose what this is why yeah yeah okay and so. I, I think it's like deep-rooted problems too that we... no it definitely is like i said like there's there's an update i will for okay. sure be able to explain to you sure. that part but yeah definitely off the rip when i first heard this i was like um is he joking yeah but then like getting deeper into the part of like where's the gaslighting in it it's a lot of him saying like what are you talking about yeah you're crazy like getting defensive yeah like why would i steal your chocolate okay but then why'd i bring it up to you and it magically reappeared also answering a question with a question is so like you're like invalidating yeah like you i'm not crazy i'm asking you where's my chocolate you're asking me well did you think to look here or like like i'm not dumb yeah and then like the fact that it was more than one time yeah that he did it like documents other people's things like make it make sense what's also what is he doing with these things like is it simply for control like that he's moving these things around or yeah i don't i literally don't even know but that's that's the part that they cover in the update okay so the update basically because the update is a whole long story in itself basically somebody recommended she get a nanny cam okay so that she had like cold hard proof like 
obviously she knows it's him mm-hmm. obviously it makes sense they're the only two in the house she's not moving her own shit for that she needs for no reason mm-hmm. a ghost <laughs> i don't know maybe it was a ghost <laughs> um so they told her to get a nanny cam and it came and sure enough mm-hmm. she saw him doing it yeah and a lot of people in the comments were saying like it could like you said be a way for him to express control mm-hmm. and she said like yeah that's actually a red flag that i kind of noticed like it's every time i have to go somewhere mm. or every time like i have to go do mm. something that's wow. when he's moving shit. yeah imagine like your routine being thrown off like what is she just gonna decide that she's not gonna go to work like oh my god i can't go now because i don't have my chocolate like that's messy that's messy and this like might be another trigger warning but like i feel like that's how like most domestic like abuse yeah relationships like happen okay like they don't want you to leave or like they want control they want to know who you're going with where you're going why you're going yeah but in general they don't like you to be out yeah and i that's why i like uh i put emotional abuse because i feel like he's not putting his hands on her per se no but it could lead to that yeah it could definitely lead yeah yeah. it could definitely lead to that but okay so do you have a connection oh like what are you thinking yeah like what are you thinking about this i definitely do let's say okay here's a little background story well i'm not using any names or anything but i wasn't in a relationship with this man but we had a situationship like talking every day hanging out every single day like i don't think there was like a minute in the day that we didn't update each other mm-hmm. or talk to each other and then we would hang out some of those like some of the time obviously we both worked whatever mm-hmm. and it began to be like little things like if i was in a room like, we had the same friend group. Another thing we talked about on my podcast. But <laughs> we had the same friend group. So, like, we'd be hanging out with each other. If I said, like, a little thing to somebody else, like, you can tell, like, when people are passive-aggressive. Oh. And then I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know until I got home. And then he was like, oh, like, are you seeing this person? Like, are you talking to this person? I'll be like, what are you talking about? And then he was like, he just, like, says certain things that, like, he like tried to accuse me of something Mm -hmm. that wasn't happening but just to get me to like profess like my love like you know what i mean oh like Like, i would never do that yeah like like, why would i know how much i care about you yes and it would keep going and i kept noticing like he he just wanted like all of my attention and when he didn't get it he would like be like you're the worst person ever like it was very manipulative yes yes not to mention this man is, was in a whole relationship and I didn't know. Please. Yeah. <laughs> and they still are together. So that's. Wait, this has nothing to do with gaslighting, gas but. Manipulation. This, this, no, no, no. Not your story. Oh. I'm saying what I'm going to say next. Oh, God. Um, Does she know? Um, I believe she does because he ended it with me. Basically sent me this whole paragraph saying they had a really long and hard talk. But then she blocked me on everything. So if she didn't know, she wouldn't know who I was. Oh. But I think she does. Oh. I never told her because I didn't know. And yeah. Then I, and then when I- When you found out, it was yeah. like already too late. Yeah. Like, it's not like you could have told her. Yet. I feel like he kind of, he's probably also manipulating her. Um. Yeah. And like switch the story. He probably switched the story on me. There's a special place for men like that. Oh, for sure. <laughs> okay. 
All right, so that um, is really just going to, I mean, continue to lead us into some more personal experiences. And something that I really want you as a listener to take out of this um, is not that we're telling you the right way to do things, Mm -hmm. but we're giving you our opinion, our uh, viewpoint of how we handled the situation. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said, this podcast is really geared towards people in their 20s. So being able to have my opinion as a 25 year old versus your opinion as a 21 year old, Mm -hmm. like, it kind of shows like the different ways that Mm -hmm. we view things. Yeah, essentially. So when I think of gaslighting, immediately, I'm like, relationship. Yeah. And I know you can be gaslit by your friends. Mm -hmm. um, But I think I want to save those friend stories for some upcoming episodes about you know friendships in general and stuff like that but um a recurring theme that i feel like you'll see a lot in this podcast is relationships you know like and i have been in a relationship where i feel like i was gaslit so much that when i learned the term Mm -hmm. gaslighting i was like Mm ma'am Like, hold on, (laughs) hold on a second. This sounds familiar. Yeah. And really like, I know I talked about the definition in the beginning, but like just taking from it, it's this idea that you are made out to be crazy. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, okay, I'm an overthinker. I like obsess over little details and ideas and I self-sabotage, like I create narratives like, Mm -hmm. and so, I feel like that's what made it hard for me to understand that I was being gaslit because instead I was thinking like you were the problem. It's me. Like, mm-hmm. okay, why am I hanging on to this? Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? What's what's happening here? Mm-hmm. And like in my experience, really the way that I handled it was like self-deprecating. Like, yeah, okay, you're right. It probably was me. Yeah. But like, I'm smart as hell. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm smart as hell. Girls in general too. FBI agents, yeah, like we real. know. But the thing is, like, I was manipulated so much that it was like we were constantly talking about the same stuff. And he was like, "Why are you always bringing this up? Like, it's literally not like that. Yeah, that's not what it is. Even though I could have seen the receipts, I could have pulled the receipts up to him, right, and let it be his." his word mm-hmm. somebody made those receipts like for sure you know and it's so well, let me just say this it's so easy to see it outside of like the relationship or like the situation yeah. but like when you're in it you're like okay like because i don't know about you but like i felt like i had to trust him like i was like i like i'm very much like a person like that puts a lot of myself into relationships just yeah. because like I'm loyal. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm very loyal of myself. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not scared to do that. But then I just felt like, okay, I guess I have to let this go. Like, I guess I have to keep going. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like outside of the relationship, like me seeing what you went through, I'm like, when will this girl get it? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, get out, get out. Yeah. And that's the thing. And that's like, when we were talking about emotional abuse and like mm. domestic abuse and mm-hmm. just like abusive relationships in general it's like you're blinded mm-hmm. you literally cannot see mm-hmm. because now yeah. talking about it yeah or talking about it with my friends or talking about it with my boyfriend or something like 
I can identify like even when I'm saying it, when the words are leaving my lips, I'm yeah. like, yes, I was an idiot. Yeah, like for sure, me too. Or even still then when we kind of like are hashing out things and I'm like, wait, this is the reason why I was thinking this. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I was crazy. Spoiler alert, I was never. I was never crazy. I was right. Always right. Always I was right. right. So that's yeah. That's the part that really that really stung for me. And it's like really hard to identify that this is happening to you as it's happening. But yeah, yeah I mean, like you said, outside perspective. Yeah. So tough. Very tough. Tough, tough, tough. And like the only way I got through it, like like I understood like, hey, this person is very toxic for me, yeah. is cutting them off completely. Like that's what I did. Even though it was fucking hot. Can I cuss? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> And I was literally heartbroken. Like, I, you can ask any of my friends. Like, it was a long, a, I'm still healing from it. Yeah. And, but, like, that's how I got through it. Like, just knowing, like, there are better people out there. Mm-hmm. And, and also, like, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Like, don't put yourself through that again. Yeah, for sure. I would say, um, really, if you or... Um, someone that you know is experiencing gaslighting, whether it be at the friendship level, relationship level, um, anything like that. We are going to share some resources on our Instagram, um, some talking points if you are there to support someone else, um, some really good graphics and pages that we think it might be beneficial for you to follow Mm -hmm. because gaslighting is not little mm-hmm. it's it's can honestly be detrimental right because then you start to think like it's you all Your the time are invalid yes. and all that stuff yeah so um yeah i think that is where we're gonna wrap this episode up um corinne thank you for coming on our mm-hmm. podcast being our first <laughs> guest did you want to um let everybody know where they can find you um hype yourself up a little bit well, I also have a podcast that Karina was on. It's called Under Construction. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any of the jazz. And then my Instagram is just Corinne Connor. Perfect. All right. We will see you next Monday. Bye.